0: Hey everyone, Art Burns here, wishing you well today. I hope that you're meeting your day, as I say quite often, with uh, presence, acceptance, and compassion, because it is these three qualities of our experience that can really mean the difference between our, our fulfillment, our happiness, our peace of mind, our our, our balance, our homeostasis, and the opposites so of all those things, you know? It is when we can be present, you know, right here, in the moment, and we can accept the experience that we 're having without judgment and without um you know the, the judgment that we're we're normally sort of predisposed towards. And when we can allow ourselves to lead with compassion, you know, when we can do these three things in any given moment or to the degree that we can do these three things at any given moment is the degree to which we will find ourselves happy and fulfilled and balanced and and in a state of homeostasis, which is the opposite of stress, right? Which means that the state of thrive as opposed to the state of survive, right? And so a lot of times I I talk about uh, uh, active listening, right? Active listening is one my favorite topics to talk about because it's so important, right? And and normally when we talk about active listening, we're, we're talking about from adult to adult, right? And, you know, so often when we when we talk about, you know, we have conversations with each other, right? We're, we're, we tend to, you know, have a conversation in which we're listening to the other person, but as we're listening, we're formulating our own opinions and our own responses as the other person is talking, which means that we're not really listening, right? We're not being present with that person. We're not, we're not really uh, allowing ourselves to really be present and be there with that conversation, right? And so when we, when we do active listening, and again, mostly with adults, this applies to people at work, friends, uh, family members, you know, um, you know, there's a couple of really uh, important practices that, that kind of show that we're listening actively, right? And, and these practices are, um, you know, sometimes they're called looping, sometimes they're called mirroring, sometimes they're called reflecting. Essentially, the, the, the concept is, and this is just sort of a, a, a mechanism for active listening, thing. Is that we simply reflect back or repeat back a few things that the person has said to us, right? In in you know in, in business contexts and in interviewers and, and all kinds of you know places you're going to hear about this and how important it is, right? Because what you're doing is when you reflect back a few of the things that the person just said to you, right? When there's a pause, instead of jumping in with your opinion or your comment or your input, you know, instead like saying, okay, I've, I heard you say this, this, and this, right? Um, you know, when we do that. That what we've done is we've indicated to the person that I'm listening to you, I'm hearing you. Okay, so we're, we're, we're here, we're understanding each other. And that's very, very important, right? Because the other thing that it does is it allows the conversation to really take on a, a more, um, you know, appropriate sort of course, right? Like the person who's trying to talk to you about something, right? They have what they want to say. When we start putting our, you know, uh, you know, injecting our, you know, input and opinions and res- responses to what they're saying, the conversation tends to go all over the place. And so sooner or later, sometimes you realize this isn't what we started talking about. And this isn't what the person who started the conversation was looking to to, um, to, to talk about, right? And this also leads to, you know, frustration, leads to, to you know, misunderstanding. It leads to, um, you know, to all kinds of negative things. And this is especially important in the business world, right? Like when we're listening to each other to understand, Rather than reply, that's where we can really start to make great strides. And especially if you're a manager listening to one of your reports or you're a a salesperson listening to a client, you know, this is a very, very important aspect, you know. But let's say we wanted to apply this to children, <laughs> all right? Now, I mean, I laugh because it's, it's, it's frustrating to children, right? When children don't want to hear you repeat something back to them. That's not where it's at for kids, you know? They, they get bored with that very quickly. And they almost feel, you know, they might even start to feel patronized by that, you know? Um, and so, but yet, at the same time, active listening from a parent is enormously important to a child right like like so important right you know when you're actively listening to your child you're you're not only indicating that yes you're there to understand them and you're and you're really listening to them which is important for them to understand of course but what you're also doing is you're building a connection to your child right and, and that connection is greater than everything right like that that connection is the most important thing you can give your child right like, like the most important thing and this is not just me speaking okay this is pediatricians this is uh psych, child psychologists this is um you know neuroscientists this is across the board i can give you example of example of example of people who say that the the most valuable thing a parent can give to their child is their presence is their connection right goes back to that that concept i often talk about which is attunement right when you're when you're connected on a deep level to your child on a deep emotional level underneath the behavior right that that is the that's where the magic happens and that's where you can truly Impact in a positive way your child's uh, development. You know, in a way that, of course, there's lots of other things that go into childhood development. You know, schooling, uh, friends, uh, you know, uh, environment, all these things. So, so it's not just the attunement, but the attunement is something as Dan, as Dr. Dan Siegel, an amazing psychologist, and uh, uh, actually doctor and uh, pediatrician, and and everything else he talks about it, that, that that's the one thing that we can do the one thing that we can control when we when we're dealing with our children so so it's very important to do so right and so, so when we want to actively listen to our children, what what was the, the be, you know what is the technique to do there, right? And this is where I want to share something with you. Um, a, a colleague and friend of mine uh, recently uh, shared some information with me uh, about uh, you know about listening to connect as opposed to listening to understand. And this is sort of maybe the next step of active listening, right? And uh, and this is really specifically and and particularly valuable for talking to young children, right? The idea is as opposed to just reflecting back what children are saying, because again, children are going to get turned off by that you know they 're going to get bored of it they 're going to get resentful of it they 're going to get um you know kind of frustrated and, and and impatient with you I could go on and on with the adjectives that kids are going to feel when when they're you know uh, the adjectives about what kids are going to feel uh, when you do that kind of thing so so instead of instead of um reflecting back or looping or, or mirroring what children are saying, which is, again, more likely to cause, you know, animosity in a five year old or a nine year old or what have you. Instead of doing that, what you can do is you can ask open ended questions. Okay, not leading questions. You know you, you want to be very careful about leading questions sometimes they're appropriate you know if, if you know something that a child is is um is dealing with you know you, you have some sort of insider information about what the child is going through you might you know at times it might be appropriate to lead the child to, to what you already know you know that can be very beneficial but if a child's just telling you about something that they're feeling or something that's going on for them that that's just sort of a, a you know an open kind of thing, right? Not something specific that you're trying to solve for the child. Open-ended questions do a really really amazing thing, right? Number 1, what it does is it lets your child know that you're interested in them right like that's the connection that your child wants to know right not only does it indicate that you're listening to them and that you're really paying attention to them but it lets them know that you are interested right at the same time it's giving your child an an opportunity to express themselves right then which is very very important like you're holding that space for your child to practice um, you know, you know, expressing themselves so often as parents. You know, when we're busy, especially nowadays with with COVID nineteen going on. You know, you, your kids are bored because they're done with the, with the the online schoolwork, and you have a Zoom meeting that, that somebody's waiting for you, and and so your child wants to say something to you, and, and so often we're going to be just like, you know, we finish their sentences for them, or we just assume what they're going to say just to get it over with, right? And of course, this happens even in non COVID times, right? This is a tendency we have because, you know, yeah, I know you want the apple so let me just give you the apple and be done with it, you know, um, instead of listening to why the child wants the apple and listen to all this stuff that they want to say. But the thing is that that by doing that, right, we're, we're teaching our kids that, number one, that their time is invaluable to us, and number two, that their their, you know, their expression doesn't matter so much. And these two things are very, very sort of perilous for children as they're developing, right? So so, something you can do instead right is is to really take some time and really hold that space for your child right and and really ask a couple of open ended questions you know very simple questions like well well how does that make you feel or 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 well well, you know what would you say to that or or you know or or how do you think I should handle this or or what what do you expect me to say to you you know these kind of things like just very simple open-ended questions and then allow your child to express themselves, right? And again, the idea, think of this really, the, the key term here is holding space, right? When we hold space for another person, right? We're, we're, we're giving ourselves to them, right? They're like That's giving our presence to the person, right? And this accounts, of course, with adults and children alike. But, but for kids, what you're doing is you're holding this space. You're saying, okay, I'm holding this open for you. You fill this space with what you want to say right? And, and I'm going to sit here patiently and I'm going to not interrupt you. I'm not going to try to finish your, your sentences. I'm not going to, you know, uh, be distracted. I'm not going to be looking at my phone. I'm not going to be co- cooking at the same time that I'm doing this. I'm putting everything else aside. And I'm giving you my attention, right? Folks, doing this is so important for your kids. And, and not only is it important for your kids, but it's also important for you, right? Because now what are you doing by doing this, right? You are staying present, right? You are really present now, right? Because when you're, when you're listening to what a person is saying, right? The person is saying something right now. So when you're really paying attention to it, that's practicing mindfulness. You know, that's practicing being present, paying attention to the unfolding experience as it's happening, right? So, presence, right? Acceptance. You're also being accepting of the fact that, you know, even though you'd rather maybe be looking on Facebook or you'd rather be getting a a head start on dinner or you'd rather be checking your emails right now because, you know, somebody from work might be waiting for something, you know, even though you'd rather be doing those things, you're accepting the fact that this time is very important too, right? And then you're also accepting the fact that whatever the child is saying, you're going to just you know be mum and 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 listen to what they're saying right not not interject not not try to you know teach them every moment of everything just listen right so you're accepting what they're giving you right and of course this is a very compassionate exercise right because what you're doing is you're giving yourself to someone and for their well-being you know you're concerned about the well-being of your child not the well-being of yourself. So, so compassion is the idea of, of extending yourself to somebody else, right? So so in this practice, you're covering off the presence, the acceptance, and the, the compassion that I talk about all the time, which are ing- key ingredients to, to your ability to be happy, balanced, um, you know, free from stress, and, and emotionally intelligent, right? Like These are very, very important aspects of all of this, right? And, and they're very key to, to practicing mindfulness. And the more often and we can actively practice these things, the more we're going to, um, to, to allow ourselves, you know, we build the skill of, of being mindful, right, which, is, which means to be present, to be accepting, and to be compassionate, right? So it's kind of like a, a cycle there, a virtuous cycle. So if you'd like any more information, you know what, again, this is very, very simple. And, and the idea is just to get into the habit of doing it, right? So, so maybe you want to, you know, set a reminder on your phone, right? Because because you could even initiate this with your kids, right? It's not like you have to wait for them to come up to you with something. So maybe you set a reminder on your phone that every day at 1130 in the morning, you know, you start a conversation with your child and just ask a few open-ended questions, get your child to talk to you, get your child to open up and, and really express themselves. It doesn't matter what it's about. Of course, it does matter I mean there, there's going to be very important things that, that you learn from your child about your child and about other things um, you know particularly numbers that you' never thought existed before like hundred million trillion and stuff like that <laughs> but but the the the, um, the 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 point is though that that it's not it's the the, the, the what is not that important the why is important right so to so, so doing this for the benefit of your child is really what you're doing it for and, and if you set this up as a Habit, again, what you're doing is you're teaching your child to express themselves, right? And that is going to serve them throughout their entire life, right? Because a lot of times when we're interrupting our child or we're, you know, checking our phone or cooking or doing whatever we're doing while our child's talking to us, what we're doing is teaching them that their expression doesn't matter, right? And that's when people kind of grow a little more introverted, a little more, you know, sort of reserved in their ability to express themselves. And that is not necessarily always a good thing. So anyway, if you want any more information about this, I'd be happy to share some, but it's really simple. Just try to do it. You know, I would would really recommend setting a timer every day just to take, you know, 20 minutes and do this with your children. Uh, You might be amazed at how this progresses over the course of even a couple of weeks. Thanks for listening, everybody. I wish you well. Take care.